What do you have? 31-year-old female, late-stage cervical cancer, suffering severe arrhythmia and disorientation. Dr. Dempsey! Somebody find Dr. Dempsey! Vitals? BP is 180 over 110, pulse 190, weak respiration and shallow. I need a tox screen on her blood, stat. Somebody administer 4 milligrams of lorazepam and 5 milligrams of diazepam. We got a code. 1 milligram epi. Let's defib. Clear? Nothing. Let's do it again. Clear? Doctor, do you smell that? It smells like ammonia? I think it's coming from herbola. Nurse, can someone please help her? Dear God, we need to evacuate the ER now. With light comes the darkness, and the shadows roam the land. Illumination and umbra come hand in hand. Angels bring blessings, and demons steal guidance, as the eyes of the darkness watch in silence. Join us as we dive deep into the depths of the unknown, and go beyond the spectrum of our perception. The Toxic Lady There have been many unsolved medical mysteries in the world, but none quite like the story of the Toxic Lady. Gloria Ramirez was a 31-year-old woman from Riverside, California, who was suffering from late-stage cervical cancer. On the night of February 19, 1994, Gloria was rushed to Riverside General Hospital because of severe heart palpitations and arrhythmia. By the time she arrived, she had gone into cardiac arrest. The paramedics and staff said she was confused and disorientated, and they had to sedate her with diazepam, lorazepam, and metdazolam. Gloria wasn't responding positively to treatment and thus had to undergo defibrillation of her heart. While they were trying to restart her heart, many in the room noticed her body was covered by a strange oily substance, and a foul, garlicky fruit smell was looming from her mouth. Susan Kane, one of the hospital's registered nurses, began to draw Gloria's blood and started noticing an odd ammonia smell coming from the tube. She handed the blood-filled syringe over to one of the medical residents, Julie Gorshinsky, who had then discovered strange crystal-like particles floating in the blood. It wasn't long before Susan became ill-stricken and fainted and was promptly removed from the room. Shortly after, Julie started feeling sick to her stomach and very lightheaded. She excused herself from the trauma room and took a seat at one of the nurse's desks. Minutes later, she too had fainted. A respiratory therapist by the name of Maureen Welch had become the third victim to this strange phenomenon. As she was assisting with the procedure, she had also passed out. It was at this time the staff realized something was terribly wrong. They were forced to evacuate as many staff from the trauma room as possible, along with the entire emergency room floor. Only the minimum needed staff remained behind to try and stabilize Gloria. 
Unfortunately, 35 minutes after she had arrived at the hospital, Gloria had passed away from cancer-related kidney failure, although some reports say it was from cardiac dysrhythmia. Gloria's toxic body had caused illness to 23 people, while five were unfortunately hospitalized. The Department of Health and Human Services stepped in to investigate the matter. They interviewed the staff working in the emergency department on the day of the incident and discovered that those who had experienced the more severe symptoms, such as muscle spasms, shortness of breath, and loss of consciousness, had all been within two feet of Gloria. However, there were some discrepancies in the evidence that led to some doubt. It apparently affected more women than men, and everyone who had been afflicted returned normal blood work. Something didn't seem to add up, and it led scientists to believe it was all a mass hysteria, particularly mass psychogenic illness. For those of you who do not know, mass psychogenic illness is a form of mass hysteria where people all experience symptoms of illness collectively, even though there is no infection present. To put it simply, one person could be experiencing vomiting and then another person witnesses this and starts to believe they are sick too and also vomit. And it then becomes a domino effect until a large group are all vomiting despite none of them actually being sick. The hospital resident Julie denied ever having mass hysteria and spent several weeks with breathing difficulties in the ICU. The Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory came to the hypothesis that Gloria could have been taking a powerful degreaser, dimethyl sulfoxide, also known as DMSO, as like a home remedy for her pain. The gel-like substance could explain why Gloria's body appeared greasy. It is also theorized that DMSO could have gotten built up in her system due to a blockage from her failing kidneys. With so much of the substance being inside her body, when she was given oxygen to breathe, they think it could have mixed forming DMSO2, which could easily form crystals in the blood when exposed to room temperature. They also think that when they had administered the defibrillation, the heat from the electricity could have essentially transformed the substance to DMSO4, which is a very toxic sulfuric acid. This acid would explain the odd symptoms the staff had experienced. Unfortunately, this is all speculation and there is no confirmation that the DMSO was the cause. There are other theories that the substance inside Gloria's body wasn't DMSO, but a compound called methylamine, which is commonly used to create the drug methamphetamine. Riverside had been a huge area for drug smuggling, and they think that the hospital workers could have been using ivy bags to smuggle the methylamine compound, and one of these accidentally got used on Gloria. Again. There is no confirmation on this theory, and thus no answers have been verified. What do you people think? Can any of you possibly explain how this happened? Or maybe you just have a theory? Please share it with us on our social media, The Real SoPod, S-O-P-P-O-D, on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to hear more episodes or submit an episode request, please go to our website, SoPod.com. That's S-O-P-P-O-D.com. We appreciate everyone for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.